What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Onyx here at Going Full Nerd. I got a question. Do you like this podcast? If so, great. I'd like to share with you. It isn't cheap to produce a weekly podcast, so I could really use your help. Take the time to visit anchor.fm slash goingfullnerd slash support and become a supporter. You could choose the amount of your support, get an exclusive supporter shout out, and receive access to exclusive supporter giveaways. So thanks in advance, and let's keep that nerdy goodness going. Peace, y'all, and I'm out of here. Happening, everybody. It's Sunday once again, and it's your boy Onyx here, Going Full Nerd. Let me go ahead and fade this out. Destiny, behind me, but I'm still fly. I'm still fly. I know. Hey, what's happening, everybody? I'm still fly. What's happening? It is Sunday, 6 p.m., and it's time again for Going Full Nerd Live. That's what I do. If you didn't already check it out, Today, we are talking about The Boys, Season 2, Episodes 1 through 3. I mean, that's kind of cool. I mean, they did what they did, but we got to do what we got to do. And we're going to go through the shameless plugs. Okay, so y'all ready for the shameless plug? Shameless plug goes like this. Hey, check this out. I'm glad you joined in. Make sure you hit this video with a thumbs up, you know, for the like, and then go ahead, subscribe and share this video. You can always find the videos on youtube.com slash going full nerd, but where the home where the heart of Going Full Nerd is, is on the podcast, which you can find on anchor.fm slash goingfullnerd. You can also find it on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and cross your fingers, folks. I, I think I'm going to end up on Audible and Amazon. I'm hoping it comes through. We'll keep that going and see what's up with that. So, as you can see, today's title, The Boys Review Season 2, Episodes 1 through 3. So here goes the problem or the situation, okay? So the situation is this. Amazon, Amazon just basically putting their foot in it. You know, hey, they doing what they got to do. They're trying to keep up with your Disney. They're trying to keep up with your Hulu. They're trying to keep up with your Netflix. They're trying to keep up with all the streaming services because they were the big daddy of the streaming services that you may or may not know. I mean, Netflix is big daddy, but Amazon, Amazon does everything. Billion dollar company, trillion dollar, excuse me, billion, trillion. It is what it is. So check this out. All right. We have 
an Amazon original, Amazon Prime original with the boys. This is the second season. First season, you can check out my review on the YouTube channel. You can check out my review on the podcast. Most dysfunctional superheroes ever. So what I'm going to go ahead and say is, is let's give a little preface to what's going on. Superheroes are supposed to be beacons of hope, right? Superheroes are supposed to be the best of the best in the world that they have to offer defenders of the world, right? That's what that's what superheroes should be, right? Okay. I don't care what you say about the premier superhero group of the of the boys known as the 7. These are not superheroes. <laughs> I don't know what these dudes are, but they damn sure ain't superheroes. And, you know, I'm going to talk about the first three episodes of the second season. That's only because they only gave us three episodes of the second season. The trailer, the trailer gets into some deep stuff that I want to see. But the show itself only gets into the first three episodes. They're going to release episodes every Friday. So you can expect not so much on the live show, but we're going to talk about the boys throughout the second season. I'll drop a video every now and then talking about how the story progresses. But so far for the first three episodes, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Okay. So, you know, you turn it on, it gives you the fur, it gives you basically a catch up of the events of season one. So if you didn't see season one, that's on you. I'm going to talk bad about you because I'm going to spoil season one because you had all this time over a year, I believe, since I last did a video to go ahead and watch season one. So if you get mad about spoilers, kiss my natural tail. Okay, I'm going to be nice right now. So here's the thing. They just show in this, they, they just really showing their ass with superheroes. And one of the things that stood out about season one was them showing how weak some superheroes are if you had a situation with no morals, with no issues, with these guys being jackasses 100% of the way, which they are. So they open up, man. Now, I'm not going to say they open up, but in the beginning, they got this character. He's like Daredevil. He's blind. And he's doing all sorts of stuff. He's throwing, you know, doing the ninja stuff, flipping, dodging, and doing stuff. Boom. And the lady's like, yo, you, we want you to be a part of the seven. They bring down Homelander. Now, we know from, home, from season one, Homelander got issues. He got major issues. And so they bring him in, and he's all like, oh, okay. Okay, look at this dude. He's doing the flips. He's doing the thing. Man, man, let me throw this out here. Man, he said, so the guy's like fan love on Homeland. He's like, oh my gosh, this is like the superhero. This is the man right here. You know, this is your Superman of the boys universe. Yo, he boxes dude in the head. Like, what are you going to do for this? And then proceeds to cuss out the PR person. Like, don't you ever bring no disabled superhero. He ain't saying like that. He said cripple. So it's like totally PC is out the window. No political correctness. None of that. Yo, I was just too thrilled. And 
you know, considering where it left off the last season, you know, it, it, I don't expect any less. I don't expect any less. This show will give you shocks. This show will give you all sorts of craziness. But going through it, highlights. Homelander being Homelander. First him jacking up the blind superhero. Second thing, him and his parent issues. I mean, dude is drinking breast milk out of a baby bottle. This is your number one superhero, your top guy. I mean, I, I don't know what to say. Then, you know, you got Black Noir going around, taking out terrorist cells, quote unquote, whatever you want to call it. And then he has the nerve. He gets a, he after he, you know, he's carrying the head of a super powered other person. I don't know if the guy was a terrorist or not. He grabs it. I don't even have a, I don't, I don't have my, my stuffed animals here with me, but he grabs the, he has the head in one hand and he has a stuffed animal in another hand, walks in a little kid's room and be like, doo, 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 doo. I'm like, really? Really? I mean, how strange do you have to be to write something like this. I mean, I complain about the Schneider cut being too dark. I do it. I'll be like, yo, Superman ain't supposed to be this dark, you know? But watching the Schneider cut version of stuff and watching people who like those darker characters, if they not watching the boys, the boys makes all that stuff look like you watching, you know, Elmo on Sesame Street, or Barney the Dinosaur. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. But let's get back to it. So, we get an introduction to my man, Giancarlo Esposito and his character, okay? Who is basically, I guess he's the CEO or the CFO of Voight, which is the company that produces these superheroes and which is part of the backstory. I'm not going to get into it, but you know, for the television series, obviously it's way different than the comic book. But the thing about it is he has no fear. I dig his character. He has been getting some banging roles recently. Big brother, Dean Almighty from school days has come into his own Re I mean, not recently, but yo, he is just the big baddie in a whole bunch of stuff. And it's like, yes. I mean, he was in, he was in, in Breaking Bad. Okay. He showed up at the end of the Mandalorian. Okay. Now he shows up inside the boys and he punks Homelander straight up. Okay. No superpowers. Just straight punks him. Oh, you've got to like this. But let's get to the story, though. You know, last season ended off, you know, Butcher got kidnapped by Homelander, found out his wife's alive, found out his wife has a kid. The kid is Homelander's biological son. Now, this is, you know, for anybody not following the show, you're going crazy on this part because, you know, you're like, what the hell? Why is that an issue? What is it? Yo, it, it's his whole story. It, it's crazy. It, it's 
it is so many intricate little storylines and just watching these characters try to navigate through it, try to make it through it, try to seem reasonable in an unreasonable situation. I mean, this show has it all. It has a sadistic Superman. You have the goody two-shoes character in Starlight, okay, who's trying to bring everybody, you know, to be honest and pure and all that. She's helping the boys. Then you got the boys. You got Huey, whose girlfriend got killed. Now he's involved with one of the seven, you know, romantically or whatever. And then now that's compromising stuff. They the most wanted because they stuck a piece of dynamite up the invisible dude's tail. Man, come on. Come on. But you want to know. I'm going to tell you, you want to know who's the most ruthless that I've seen in the whole thing is the turn of events when they pulled out Stormfront. Now, in the comic book, I'm going to just let you know, they did a gender bend on this. In the comic book, Stormfront is a dude. So, you know, obviously this TV show is taking its own direction, but that character right there is straight crazy. Yo, now. This is the part where the boys really shook a few people up and it was an issue. Now, if you haven't seen episode three, cover your ears because I'm going to spoil it. Now, kiss my ass. I don't care. I'm going to spoil it. So, here's the thing. So, you've got the boys on the run. They've already done all sorts of stuff. They didn't kill the whale. They didn't gave the deep and emotional breakdown. I'm not, I'll get into the talk about the deep in a minute. They get to all this, and then you got Stormfront. And so, Kimoko, that's the super powered individual that's with the boys, okay? She got like super strength healing, you know, animal, you know, that type of stuff, like a Wolverine type, you know, no claws from what I can see. But, you know, it is what it is, feral or however it is, super strength. And so they had her brother, who was like a telekinetic, doing stuff. You know, with his hands. Yo, first Stormfront got after that tail. Yo, she wore her brother, she wore Kimoko's brother out. But what really pissed a lot of people off, and it got me kind of messed up, she did, she ran into chasing him through a predominantly African American housing project and started killing everybody. Now, in today's climate, that's kind of effed up. You know, I mean, we know the superheroes, I use the term loosely, inside of the boys are not really superheroes. They're sadistic son of guns, and it is what it is. But the problem with that is, is, is that the kind of graphic depictions we need about right now? Man, when, you, when I say they establish her as a villain, she's established as a villain. In my book, I can't wait till she gets... Her just do. But they've got some crazy, crazy foolishness. But it just shows you so much how greed and money and politics will all play into something. And I think that's the underlying story of the whole boys novel and network and story that they're trying to go. It's hey, I'm glad they got a second season. I hope it gets renewed for season three. And I hope these three issues, three episodes, I'm calling like it's a comic book, but these three episodes can only get better. I mean, right now, I can't give it a rating 
it's not over yet. But so far, we're at we're at a four a four and a half level. I mean, there are a lot of a few things that you know I find it, with issues. You know, just how a lot of people could get around and do certain things, and there's no accountability. But that's part of the story. I mean, I look at the story as something like. If you read comic books, you got the Squadron Supreme, which is a copy of the Justice League in Marvel Comics, or you got the Justice League from Injustice, where they went berserk, Superman became a totalitarian. This is like the beginnings of those stories. Like, how did they rise to power? How did they get to that? Man, I'm I'm telling you, they're getting there. It's getting slamming. But. I'm, I am going to say, you know, the boys, they, they really, Amazon set me up, though. I was planning on watching all of it, talking about it, but Amazon said, no, nah, we're going to give you the first three, and then we're going to issue each Friday. I mean, I, I really think that's COVID-related because we know we don't have a lot of uh, material because shooting has stopped on a lot of uh, films and television, and we got it going there. So it is what it is. Put boys on your radar, folks. It is, it, it's worth the watch, man. I mean, just to watch this train wreck of a superhero show, watching a school of sharks chase some dudes down and then they crash into a whale. You got to love this. It is 100% slamming. Now, let's talk about some other crazy things inside of entertainment news. So I guess Robert Pattinson you know, he didn't have his bat repellent or whatever, or I find it kind of ironic. He's playing Batman and played a vampire because the reports out of Hollywood is the shooting on the Batman has stopped because Robert Pattinson has tested positive for COVID-19. Don't hope he recovers. Don't wish that on anybody. Hope it's a very mild and he can just bounce back and keep going. Not so much because of the movie, but just because that's me being a decent human being. Even though I really don't have high hopes outside of the I am vengeance that they had, you know, Batman wearing people out. Also, we got the heartfelt story in entertainment this week from The Rock that he and all his family had tested positive for COVID-19. Yo, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yo, it, it, so it makes me wonder, you know, what people are thinking, what people are doing. But we got to look at this and, you know, entertainment is wild because here's the thing. You know, I dropped a review for the New Mutants movie. You can check that out on the YouTube channel or you can check it out on the podcast. And you know, I, I'm not going to say where I saw it or how I saw it, but I am going to say is, is I'm still very uncomfortable in going to a movie theater. Now, they released uh, Christopher Nolan's Tenet, and I know a lot of people are like, yo, you got to see it in IMAX, the movie is this, but I don't see me sitting in an enclosed movie theater, even with reduced seating. With a bunch of people I don't know. Nothing personal, but some of y'all nasty. Some of y'all don't even brush your teeth in the morning, let alone wash your hands and do sorts of stuff. So I'm going to put a poll up on Twitter, and i like to get a vote. I'm going to let it run for a week, and I'm going to read the results next Sunday. And that is, are you comfortable enough with a lot of stuff opening back up? Are you comfortable enough to go to 
the movies. I know I'm not, not yet. That's why we don't have the top five domestic box office kicking off like I usually do. I may end up doing it once it starts doing it, you know, big time. We get a lot more movies, but I really can't see me going to a movie theater with a bunch of strangers. Now, a lot of movie theaters right now are doing a few different things, which is they're allowing you, like Alamo Draft House here in the D.C. area, they're allowing you to rent out a theater. It's going to cost you at least $300 to rent out the theater. And then on top of that, you got to order at least $300 worth of food. So altogether, it's going to cost about $600. And you can have roughly about, I think it's 25 people in the theater. I'm going to have to look some stuff up. I'm going to have to say, would you be comfortable getting 25 close friends and family together in a movie theater? to watch a movie if, as a group, you guys got to shell out 600 bones to have the movie all to yourself. They're going to cook your food. They're going to have masked up employees bringing your food in, bringing your drinks in. But you're going to pay 600 bones right before the movie. Before it even start, you drop it 600 to say, bam, here you go. Because you pay 300 to get the theater, but you got to order at least $300 worth of food and drink. Are you down for that? Will you do it? So I'll put that poll up. It's going to be on Twitter. I think I'll put it on Facebook. And we're going to see if people do it. Anyway, we're approaching the end. That's pretty much it, folks. I'm glad to see everybody on the check-in. What's up to my man Omar? What's happening to my man Shadow? Low Cuts, glad to see you. Hey, everybody, remember, please share this with your friends. Like, share, subscribe. Peace, y'all. And I'm out of here. Let me hit that music. And we can go. Fade it in. Bam. It gets hot in my office. So that means I got to drink the adult beverage. I'm still fly, I know. And we got to check out some more stuff for you to check out. So we'll figure it out. Peace. Hey, it's really hard for me to come up with a lot of subjects. I've been getting a lot of cool stuff from people on Twitter. And we're going to start looking into it. It's going to be some anime. It's going to be some other stuff, random crap. And I'm also thinking about holding a Zoom meeting and getting maybe having you guys watch a video with me and we go ahead and record the whole thing. Let me know if that's something that works out for you. Peace, y'all. And I'm out of here.